Hey, what's up? Like, totally time for 90210. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the 90210 show. My name is Mark. With me, as always, is my girlfriend, Carol. How are you breathing into the microphone, Carol? <laughs> hey, what's up? Not much. It's been a good week here. It is. <sighs> yeah, exactly. It is April 19th. 1996. Yeah, it is, baby. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, you got it started. What you didn't realize or what you didn't understand was I was trying to I was trying to give her the heads up before we started. I muted our microphones. I can do that. Good job. I muted our microphones. <laughs> well, <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> I muted our microphones. Well, the theme song played, so there was no nonsense. No shenanigans for us. Because sometimes <laughs> Carol likes to to bring some nonsense. And heavy breathing, apparently. Yeah. You do breathe right into that. I don't know if it I don't know if it's apparent to people listening to the tapes or going to our to our web page on the World Wide Web and listening, but you sometimes you do Breathe right into the microphone. At least you don't eat anything. You you like me to talk right into the microphone. Right. And you know what else comes out of the <laughs> hole that makes the talking sound? Well, uh, you swallow, right? <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, air. I get it. Yeah. I understand. Okay. Jackass. Right. Anyway, so... <laughs> Speaking of jackasses, we watched another episode of Beverly Hills 90210. Yeah, we did. It was the first episode of season four. Right. We are now back in 1994 when we started this show. Yes. That's this season. Well, wait. Wait. Yes. <laughs> It's 1996. Are you confused? <laughs> no, but I mean, wasn't it like fall of 1993? Yeah, it was, prob- it was probably fall of 1993 when this started. Okay, which is why it wasn't part of our show yet. Well, no. Also, our first few shows, we didn't do we didn't do 90210 right from the get go. No, I know we did my so called life. Yes, we did my so called life for a while. I don't. I can't remember if we did nine hundred two one zero before my so called life or after my. All I know life. is at one point we were doing them both at the same time, and it was so much, but it was so fun <laughs> because I love them both so much. Yeah, they're good shows. Yeah, I can't believe that my so called life was my so called life was <laughs> was canceled after one season. I don't assholes. And they never. They said they were going to bring it back. They said MTV said they were going to buy it, and they never bought it. Why MTV? Why would you do this to us? They showed the reruns. That's all. The reruns were on MTV, but they never did a new season. What is Claire Danis going to do now? (sighs) Probably never hear from her again. What is Jared Leto going to do now? (laughs) Jordan Catalano himself. The eyes. The eyes? Yeah. Angel eyes. You know, somebody commented that I sing every single episode. Oh, yeah? And they want more. (laughs) I I don't believe you. I don't think that was the... 
I don't think that was the, the spirit of the comments. <laughs> okay. If you want more singing, let us know at latefee1994 at AOL.com or RetroLateFee. Or if you want Mark to stop it, let us know at no, uh, latefee1994 at AOL.com. Don't let us know that. Yeah. Anyway, what happened on that 90210 this week? Okay, so it is the end of summer. It was a cruel, cruel summer. They're about to start college. Mm -hmm. And David is still looking for a place to live. David didn't get into the dorm. So they apparently, I I like how this information is doled out, by the way. They don't do, they don't. They don't just say, they don't look right at the camera and like, we all applied for the dormitory. Right. But they, they didn't do that. And they didn't talk to each other as if they didn't know the information that they clearly would have already known. Right. They talked about it in a way that they would have known about it, but it was organic way to get exposition out of the way. They actually trusted the audience to be smart and, and follow what's going Which on. Which might be a stretch for this audience. <laughs> hey, hey. Not our audience. I mean, nine hundred two and O's audience. But, Aren't they kind of the same? I mean, sort of. But we we we, only, we get only the smart nine hundred two and O watchers for our show. Okay. But anyway, I got they, your back, people. They basically intimated that they all applied to everyone that's going to California University applied to be to live on campus of the dorms and. It's a lottery. They don't always that they, they don't all get in. Yeah, and Donna was the only one that got in. Well, Donna and Kelly got in. And Kelly? Yeah, they were going to stay together in the dorm. Oh. Donna and Kelly got in, and so did. Oh no, Brandon didn't. Donna and Kelly got in. Brandon didn't. Andrea didn't. Because guess what, guys? Guess what, gang? Andrea's staying. She's not going to Yale. Yeah, and we find this out because she goes and tells uh, the old teacher Gil. Like, why? Why? Like, he was never nice to her. No, he was always a dick. And yet she acts like, you know, she she must tell him because he's so important. Maybe she likes guys that are assholes. I guess she does have self-esteem issues. And Brandon's not always super nice to her either. So. Yeah. That's the, and that's when she's the most attracted to him is when he's being a dick to her. Yeah. But yeah, she goes to Gil's and uh, tells him and then he offends her. Because he, basically, he's, like, giving her a guilt trip about it. And Good thing I bent over backwards to write that uh, recommendation. And I spoke to the Sucker dean man. of admissions for you. Yeah. Yeah. And, I had um, to suck his dick to get you in. And, you know, basically saying uh, that she's ruining her life, I mean. Mm-hmm. So she she took off all upset, and then the next day she comes back to apologize. Or, no, to tell him off. Is this, this is a three-parter, or...? No, she comes back twice. Okay. The, she kind of, he sort of apologizes. He's like, no, you know, it's your decision or whatever. The, that's sort of how they leave it. But she's still pissed off at him. Yeah. So then she goes back to tell him off. And then she comes back and she tells him off and she she stood on something. Did yeah. you notice that? Yes, I did. Like, so she was taller than him while she was yelling. Yeah, it was weird. And then they both start laughing. Mm-hmm. And then he hugs her. And then he invites her to stay for lunch, and you can see the, like, hopefulness in her eyes. She's like, oh, you want me to come in your house? 
And so uh, come at me. <laughs> right? And then he's like, I'll have uh, Marta, I think it was. I don't know. Yeah. Some some chick uh, set an extra place at the table for you. She's like, who's that? Your chef? Like, he's a teacher. Come on. <laughs> You're supposed to be smart. Is that your private chef? <laughs> Who else could... What other woman could be living in your house? My fiance. Oh, no. And he's like, You've ne- you never met her? <laughs> no. No one on the show knew you had a fiance. Right. Gil, you know that. Asshole. So, yeah, she got hopeful and got her hopes dashed, and she's sticking around to go to University of California. She dried California up University. the Sahara when she heard this. <laughs> I don't know. I always kind of think of her as dry and withered anyway. Oh, God. <laughs> like, I'm sorry. She's just not sexual, even though she wants to be. Mm, yeah, she's not. So. She already looks like a mom. Yeah. Well, and she will be so soon. Yeah. Much sooner than you would think. <laughs> She's a virgin right now. Yeah. The first time she has sex, she gets yeah, pregnant? Yeah, I think so. Oh, my God. That's going to be so terrible. Could you imagine the first time you have sex, you get pregnant? Ugh. Oh, that would have been awful. Would have been? <laughs> yeah, it would have been. That's very revealing, Carol. Uh... I'm sure the audience doesn't know. I'm not a virgin. Oh, no. Now they know. Big surprise. I'm still a virgin. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Sure. We'll go with that. Uh Um, Okay. So. I've got a promise or or what what the fuck? I've got a purity ring. That's what it is. (laughs) A promise ring. I've got a purity ring in everything. Mm. I'm going to be pure. You know what I think about that? What? That's gross. Purity rings? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why do you think it's gross? Well, I mean, generally they're rings given to kids by their parents. Yeah, I know that is gross, right? <laughs> Stay pure. Yeah, I just don't like it. The manipulation. What about the chastity belt? Well, it's better than a chastity they belt. should bring that back, right? Absolutely not. I think that every husband should have a chastity belt for his wife. Wow. The lock that only he has the key for. I think uh, Donna's mom would love to get her a chastity belt. But that would stop people from cheating, right? Don't you think? Uh, it would stop women from cheating. Only The only the only time a woman could cheat is with a locksmith. <laughs> <laughs> that might, you know, incite some people to go into the profession. Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> all, the, all the locksmiths will be, uh, you know, Don Juans and all that stuff. So, okay, uh, yes. Donna and Kelly are supposed to be living in the dorm together. David wants to find a place, and he's like, Kelly, Kelly, you're back from Europe, Kelly. Yeah, she can't, comes back randomly by herself Yeah, and says that uh, Dylan stayed behind to spend time with somebody, or I don't know. <laughs> we just watched this, and your, your brain is like a goldfish's. <laughs> Well, I remember that she said she went to Spain to meet up with her father. Barcelona. And Dylan stayed behind for something. He went to Greece. Oh, that was it. Dylan wanted to go to Greece, and she went to Barcelona to see her. Barcelona to see her. Uh, You don't sound Spanish. You sound like you have some issues. To see her father. And then she was flying home on an airplane. I don't. I don't believe that she even saw her father like that seems like made up too why was he in barcelona and why yeah like 
Yeah, I don't know. Why was he in the Ibiza? Don't. Don't. What? You know what you're doing. You just don't. So, yeah, Kelly's back. David's asking her to help him find a place to live because he found an apartment mm-hmm. that's small and smelly. Right. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's actually John Wayne Casey's apartment. Right. So, There's some people buried under the porch. Oh. Did I ever tell you about the time that... Uh, you buried someone <laughs> under a porch? No, there was a dead cat under the porch oh, no. of a friend of mine's house. Oh, no. How'd that happen? Uh, who knows? But the point is that we didn't even smell it because there was such a smell from... What the fuck does that... What? <laughs> How does that sentence make sense? There was such... We didn't even smell it because there was such a smell. <laughs> there was such a smell from other things in the house that overpowered the smell of death that was coming from the cat that died under the porch. Wait, okay. So you're telling me you didn't smell the dead cat because of, what, pot or because of garbage? Garbage. And... Holy shit. And... There was a what 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 kind of a treatment plant is it in River Rouge? Oh, the sewage treatment. Is it sewage treatment or is yeah. it a paper factory? No, the paper factory is in Taylor. No, there's a sewage treatment yeah. plant in in River Rouge. Well, it was right by there too, so there was that smell too. But yeah, holy shit! To find a dead animal by sight and not smell is kind of that's yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hey, look a dead cat. <laughs> Anyway. You can dissect it. <laughs> oh, God. Do they do that ever, really? I think that's so wrong. Yeah. I You didn't take Biology 2, but I took Biology 2, and in Biology 2, you dissect a cat. No. They got cats, dead cats from Mexico, right? And a couple of them were pregnant <laughs> with Aww. kittens, I know. No, yeah. the, the only things I ever dissected were crawfish and earthworms. And you know what they did? They gave us a plastic bag, like a formaldehyde-filled plastic bag or whatever, right? And because it took weeks to dissect the cat and to, to like, label all of its parts and stuff like that. It's like an autopsy for a cat, right? And you'd put it in the bag, and, like, it would keep going in the bag, coming out of the bag. And they it'd sit there. They weren't refrigerated or anything. It was sitting out for weeks. Ew, ew, ew. But I mean, they were, they were like embalmed or whatever. So they were like, they were, they were preserved in some way, but the guts are still inside because you gotta, the whole point was to open it up and be like, here's the heart. Here's the digestive tract. Here's the freaking kidneys, you know, and you take parts out and be like, that's, you know, whatever. So gross. It was awful. It was awful. I'm not a super squeamish person, but I hated it. And the smell, horrific. Yeah. You know what else smells really bad? Dialysis. Oh, yeah. Although it smells kind of similar. It smells like chlorine. Yes. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Sorry, guys. This has been horrible (laughs) biological smells. How did that even... Oh, yeah, because of David's smelly apartment. Yeah. Okay. So, Kelly goes with him, and Donna tags along. Because Donna's his girlfriend. Right. And he finds a place that he loves, but he can't afford. And Kelly's just like, we'll take it. And it's a two-bedroom. Yeah. And Kelly's like, we can live there together, David. Mm-hmm. Because we're such good brother and sister duo. <clears throat> and then Donna's like, you can't leave me out. I'm- I don't want to be left in the dorm alone. So- and the guy's like, hey, there's a one upstairs. It's it's three bedrooms. <laughs> it's got a $2 million view. <laughs> 
I don't know about that. Like, don't you think her and David would share a room? Or do you, you think... You would think they would, but... But then maybe not, because they're not having sex, and that would probably up the torture factor of that a little bit. See, well, they don't you think that eventually they'd have sex if but they were sharing a room? We know. We know that they don't, because we come in halfway through the season, remember? Yeah, I know that they don't, but I'm saying if they... Because they're not going to share a room. Right, But okay. if they did share a room, don't you think eventually he would wear her down? Um. Yeah, I mean, maybe even just by accident they'd have sex in the middle of the night. <laughs> She by accident she, she just thinks she was dreaming wow <laughs> i don't know <sighs> that's david's chloroform plan yeah oh but that is how the three of them end up living together or well he'll just get her liquored up and then she'll start licking him again and right. it'll be all all good liquor and then lick him <laughs> right um and then we find out too when kelly and donna are talking Yes. That Kelly was kind of full of shit when she was talking about Europe and how wonderful it was. Oh, and yeah. They did stay in a castle, which seems weird. In France. And a castle in France. Apparently, Dylan found out he didn't get into Berkeley. And he was devastated. And they stayed in two, for two weeks in a castle with people that she didn't know who didn't talk to her. And he was in a bad mood. And they ended up having a fight. And they, they broke, broke up. up. They're broken up now. Kelly and Dylan are no more. But we know that's not for real either. Every time Europe enters the equation with Dylan, he breaks up with the girl. What do you mean? Brenda went to Europe. He broke up with her. They they broke up. Then he, he and Kelly went to Europe, and they break up. Yeah, but I mean, he broke up with Brenda after Europe. What? Why yeah. are you always poking holes? I don't in, know. In things. It's fun. <laughs> Brenda does go to Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota. But she is not happy. No. And she she has a cousin that constantly <laughs> calls her cousin Brenda. It's so weird. Like Hi are, cousin Brenda. Are you Amish? Like the so <laughs> weird. Yeah. I don't know. So apparently it's supposed to be the worst winter ever. Yeah, everything's the worst ever in Minnesota right now. This is the worst year for it. This is the worst year for mosquitoes. I've never seen them so bad. This is the worst year for date rapists at the University of Minnesota, <laughs> Brenda. You know, I used to get emails from uh, campus with, like, weekly updates as to how many people got raped. <laughs> it's the rape newsletter. Nice. I mean, it wasn't just that. It'd be like, how many people got... No, no. It was just... <laughs> It was weather, too, right? <laughs> it's going to be sunny this week, and here's your weekly rape count. <laughs> Did they have, like, a... Was it, like, a star system, or was it, like, little co-ed heads? Oh, like, my God. Like pictures? <laughs> Fifteen rapes today. It's been a slow week for Ed. <laughs> our local rapist. No, it, was like, it was, like, the security report or whatever. So any, any it doesn't seem like they're doing a very good job. Right? But yeah, anything that came up, they, they put in this little announcement. Anything that came up got put into a girl. And then <laughs> But it was always kind of shocking and frightening because there were like multiple every week. Yeah. It's like and those are the ones that they reported. Every week someone's being raped. Multiple people. Wow. Yeah. It's no good. Yeah. No bueno. 
And you go slash went slash who knows to a small universe or not a small no. university, but a this is when I was at the big a, one, a medium sized university. I wouldn't call it big. <laughs> you think it's a large university? I think that you're thinking of a different university. I went to three, so you didn't go to a large university. Wayne State. Yeah, that's the, that's the one I'm thinking of. Wayne State's, Wayne State's large. a medium university. Have you ever been to Michigan State University? Yes. Let alone any other university in any other states. Wayne State's not that big. All right. It's a. I mean, it's it's decent square footage, but I call it medium. A medium. Size. It's in sections all throughout the city. It's not all together in one spot. Well, maybe if it was all together in one spot, there'd be fewer rapes. Maybe. People are having to walk from right? section to section. Yeah, I used to like park like really far away. Be- Security's, security's looking at girls just walking out of one section to another where there's no security. It's just lawlessness. They're shaking their heads. Nah, that's going to be another one. Get the newsletter ready. Shut up. How are they like, they just got like a chalkboard. Oh, God. It's been this many days since less than five rapes, and it's always at zero. I didn't want to I didn't want to call out Wayne State University, but apparently you kept thinking I was thinking of Madonna, I guess. I did. Well, that's a small school. Yeah, Madonna, and, and the other one is a small school as well, but Wayne, I would call Wayne State medium. All right, well, to Michigan me. Michigan State's campus is like miles. To me, it felt big. But I mean, it's miles well, too, and Wayne State is miles too. It's just spread out. All right. Anyway, <laughs> this has been rape talk. <laughs> I don't know what is going on today. Oh, all right. So Donna gets raped. No, she doesn't. What by, the fuck? Hi, David. <laughs> no, what were we talking about? I really don't know. The apartment, and <sighs> so yeah, the apartment. So she's like, we're going to take it. We're going to take this apartment. No, we moved beyond that. We were talking about Kelly and Dylan. Were we? Yeah. Okay. Well, Kelly and Dylan (laughs) broke up. They did. Brenda. We were talking about Brenda. Brenda at the University of Minnesota. (laughs) That was it. She doesn't like it. So, yeah. Everyone always asks her about Beverly Hills. That's all they care about. Yeah. All her friends are like, what kind of cars do your friends drive? What celebrities do you know? Or do you know any celebrities' kids? Mm -hmm. And she's just like, she's done with it. Did you ever meet Burt Reynolds after someone screwed a group of (laughs) tourists out of a bunch of money? She didn't, though. No, I know. She missed out. What a specific question. Actually, no, but my brother did. (laughs) And then, and like she mentions, because they ask that uh, she knows Samantha Sanders' son, and they're like, is he spoiled? I bet they're all right. spoiled. And she got like really pissed. She's yeah. like, you know, they're just like everywhere else in West and Beverly Hills. And it's like, eh, yeah, no, she lied. They're not. She lied. <laughs> yeah, because she like, knows better. Is, She's from the Midwest. Is Steve a douchebag? No. Nice, nice guy, she <laughs> says. Right. It's not like he's trying to cheat on his fucking girlfriend. <laughs> Yeah, so Steve gets uh, a beach house for two weeks. That's right. And invites Brandon to stay with them. There's a part at the beginning that's the dumbest thing maybe they've ever done for absolutely no reason. What do you mean? They're going to this house, and he's like, what's the address? And he's like, (laughs) it's uh, 55051 or something like that. You know, old North Beach, Malibu, rich person road. And (laughs) they pull up, and he's like, 
it's he's like, oh my god, and it's destroyed, like it's under construction or something, beach house. And he's like, oh man, you got taken for a ride. And then he like Steve's like, let me look at it. He's like, those are nines. And I thought it was gonna come back to where it's like, oh, they got the wrong house or something. It never comes. There's no point in it. It was just to take. It was just to waste time, just to establish that Steve has poor penmanship. <laughs> For when he becomes a doctor later, I guess? I don't know. I, yeah, it was really weird. I will give this show an immense amount of credit <clears throat> if, like, a season from now, Steve's got to write a note with numbers in it and it and someone gets confused because he has poor penmanship and it leads to, you know, some kind of tragedy or, or some misunderstanding or something. If they bring this back somehow, like a year from now, then I'll give the show credit. That would be kind of funny. Yeah. So, But I doubt it. But they find they find the right beach house and it's amazing, and they have a going away party for Brenda. Yeah, because she's not in Minnesota yet. Right, and Kelly actually shows up at the party even though they think she's still in Europe. So yeah. that's when she comes she's into in the, the car. Scene. So come get the coke, the coke, cocaine. I understand what coke is. I don't know why she's talking about coke. She brought it from Europe. Oh, okay, because Europe's a big place for the coke. It is. <laughs> What are you, 80? <laughs> yes, it's a good, big place for the coke. It's not like she was coming from Colombia. <laughs> okay, fine. Uh, heroin from uh, Afghanistan. There you go. <clears throat> from the hills of Afghanistan. The finest heroin. Right. So they have this giant party. They destroy this house, which, by the way, it's not like he rented it or, you know, whatever. It Some producer belongs to, to someone. Some producer wants to fuck his mom or something and have her be in a show. So Basically. He's like, so he's like, your son can use my beach house. So, yeah. And the people are, like, breaking shit. Steve's walking around like Hugh Hefner in a bathrobe. Like, right. <laughs> what the hell? A bathrobe and and shorts or a bathing suit, maybe short picture. I'm assuming suit. it was a bathing suit. And nothing else. Yeah, yeah. He's like the only one too. Like eventually, oh, other ladies. people are in bathing suits, like way mm. later. But mostly, he's walking around looking like a douche yeah. around people who are fully clothed. Right. And his girlfriend Celeste is there because yeah. remember the girl that he met on that thing? She's back. <clears throat> they went I- to prom together, and now she's back. I really think she is the one that later is going to accuse him of something. Okay. Because she looked familiar. I haven't seen any of them, so. You sure should besides What are you talking about? Besides the ones we saw, I haven't seen any of them. Well, yeah, I haven't seen them either. You you did though. You said you watched them. That's why we started that's why we started doing this show is because you were watching the show. You hadn't seen the first couple seasons, but you started watching the show. Well, yeah. You watched I mean, episodes I didn't see. Yeah, I've seen a few, but it's not like I was consistently watching episodes and I didn't yeah. see where he got accused of anything, so I don't remember. Oh, okay. I don't think it's her, but okay. We'll see. If you think it's the same person that did the audition thing, I don't think it's the same person. Okay. But I could be wrong. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm right. We'll see. She has a mental breakdown if it is. Yeah. Um, and then the producer who's trying to fuck his mother's daughter shows up, and apparently this dude's a good family friend, and he's known this uh, daughter for you a, know, long a long time, yeah, and he... she taught hmm? no, go ahead. she taught him how to French kiss. Yeah. And he brings this up like no big deal in front of his girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. Idiot. And she, he's like, and she's like, oh, you were robbing the, cr-. Brandon's like, you were robbing the cradle. 
And she goes, he lied about his age, which mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense. Right. He said he was 14. And apparently she's only a couple years older. Than yeah, that. two years. So I guess maybe she was 14 and he was 12. Right. Or whatever. That's still gross. And you'd think she'd know because, like, Boys like mature fast, slower than girls, and like twelve-year-old boys do not look like fourteen-year-old boys. Yeah, not really. But. Apparently, her dad's in North Carolina filming Matlock meets Aunt B. <laughs> Why they need? First of all, is Aunt B still alive? I don't know. I feel she's not. Right? Maybe she is, but I don't think she is. And second of all, like, why does that need to be filmed on location? I need to go to North Carolina to film that. I'm pretty sure the Andy Griffith show, my dad's favorite show, was filmed in Los Angeles on a set. Yeah, probably. I can't imagine that they filmed that on location in North Carolina for the number of seasons that Andy Griffith did that. It's very strange. Yeah. So they have this party. They destroy the house. And then I keep saying they destroy the house, but I wouldn't say destroy. And there's kind of a funny scene. They mess it up, though, because um, Steve doesn't want to clean up after the party. Brandon mm-hmm. does, and then they all go out to eat. And yeah. then when they come back, this girl attacks Brandon with mace because she thinks that he's robbing her father. Right? Because she just showed up out of the blue to surprise her dad. And instead found that the house was ransacked. That's what it looks like. It does. I I, I agree with her assessments. It does look like the house has been, like, poured over by criminals. Yeah. And Brandon was walking around carrying a toaster oven. Why? Why would someone have moved the toaster oven to the living room and it need to be returned to the kitchen? I don't know. It's what so happened? weird. <laughs> there seems like there should be a story a, there. And there was a beer in it? There's a lot. Was someone trying to cook a beer? There's a a lot of the. It's much better warm. No, must have been someone from England, right? Trying to make a warm beer. So cheerio, old chaps. It's much better warm. I believe Aunt B's dead. (laughs) But um, Steve really pisses off Celeste. Yeah. Because he keeps fawning over this other girl. Yeah, and ignoring her, which she has every right to be pissed. Yeah. So she said, remember where your bread is buttered, mister. (laughs) I thought that was cute. It's funny, too, because they're eating bagels, and Celeste is, or not Celeste, the the one, I can't remember her name. From New York. The one from New York, yeah. She's like, uh, oh, you call this a bagel? Right. In the most New York way ever. It's like th- those people are li- from New York are like that. We're like, uh, no, yeah, this ain't a slice of pizza. You know what the problem? You got the wrong water. What? <laughs> They'll say that. You're using the wrong water. You got to use New York water. <laughs> like New York, like New York is known as a bastion for like great water. Right. But they'll say that shit. That's stupid. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Do you think him and Celeste are going to last at all? Apparently, yes. According to you. <laughs> well, we're not sure. That's just my guess. Until she goes mentally cuckoo. Yeah. So, Brenda's trying to get settled in in Minnesota, and she's miserable. Yeah. And her... She thinks she's made a mistake. Yeah, she <laughs> says that to her mother. And her mom, like a terrible mother on a wedding night when, <laughs> when someone's got cold feet, says, don't worry about it, you'll be fine. Right, basically. 
And um, her roommate talks her into going to a party. And as soon as they leave, the phone starts to ring. Mm -hmm. And it's Dylan calling from Europe. But she misses the call. I want to talk to Brenda. Do you think that if she'd been there and she'd answered, they would have gotten back together sooner? Oh, yeah. (laughs) I forgot. We're recording this on audio. He's nodding. (laughs) Yes, I agree. I I do believe that would. Yes, because I think he would have been like, Brenda, I miss you so much. Yeah. I didn't get it to Berkeley. Make me feel better. Just be like, come to Minnesota. I don't know why that's my voice for everybody right now. Yeah, but. I don't know. You like your Mark Wahlberg voice. Yeah. <laughs> no, he would have been like, I need you to, to, I need an ego boost. God, I can't even imagine so up. how Kelly was in a castle with a moody Dylan mm-hmm. for two weeks. Right. Probably not getting laid. Yeah. Like, mm. she was storming all around the place. Oh, yeah, it was not good, I'm she, sure. She can't speak French that well. <laughs> Everyone's like, uh... Yeah, she, she's... American bitch. She's not the best at, like, being comforting or yeah. empathetic or anything. Nope. Nope. Yeah. nope. That's why she'll do better with Brandon. Why? Because Brandon does those things. Okay. So he can bring that to the relationship. Right. And she can bring the, I don't know. Sex. Yeah. Her boobs, I guess. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's mostly what Kelly has to offer. Yeah, yeah. A, I mean, you know, no offense to the actress. I'm sure she has a lot to offer in real life. But her character, that's what her character has yeah. to offer. So I think that's about it. I think that's pretty much all the things that happen, except for the fact that the New York girls, like, uh, says to... To Steve, hey, uh, you know, what's what's the deal with Brandon? Oh, yeah. You think I can get in there? Yeah. Oh, and she was sunbathing topless, Mm -hmm. which is rude. Really? Why do you think that? Well, because, like, Steve has a girlfriend. I mean, you don't just whip your boobs out in front of another girl's guy. (laughs) Have you ever done that? No. Whipped your boobs out in front of another girl's guy? No. And I wouldn't because it's rude. I don't think the guy would think that was right. <laughs> I'm sure he wouldn't. I don't think you would get a lot of complaints about that. You know, the I mean, girl would though. You're right. You got to be careful what you do in front of other girls, guys. Yeah, that's true. I had a friend that I loaned one of my cute nighties to. I once. Thought you were going to say you loaned a guy to. <laughs> and loaned uh, a cute nighty to. Interesting. Yeah. Well, okay, like she she needed clothes, and I had clothes that I didn't that didn't fit me anymore, and mm. I was like, hey, take take all my cute clothes. Which hurt my heart anyway. And then she put on my cute nightie and walked around the apartment in it in front of my boyfriend. And I did not appreciate that. Wow. That's no good. No, it was no bueno. I remember that when she did that. (laughs) (laughs) You liked it then. No. No, I was was appalled. I I thought it was over the line. I stand in solidarity with your emotions on this. Okay. That's a smart choice. Smart choice. <laughs> oh, but yeah, that's it. That's it for the episode. Yeah. We'll have to see where we go from here. I think Brandon's going to get lucky. Uh, Yeah, probably. With the New York girl? Yeah, probably. And just add it to the montage next time. Right, exactly. Just another Dobie Gillis uh, notch on his belt. <laughs> All right, so go ahead. Wow, I didn't even have to prompt you to do and it. And write us at latefee1994 at AOL.com. Mm-hmm. Check out our website, www. Two w- years w- in and you finally got how we end the show. 
You're such an asshole. Go ahead. I don't know. I don't want to now. Okay. <laughs> www.retrolatefee.com. Mm-hmm. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye.